And this time on Culture File, the problem of mapping clouds with Forensic Architecture's A.L. Weitzman. Forensic Architecture is a research agency operating at Goldsmiths in London, but spreading out into the art world, even being nominated for the Turner Prize. Their work involves gathering, interpreting and presenting information found in everything from mobile phone videos to historical maps in order to track and challenge state violence. Recently, the scope of their investigations has broadened. There's now an offshoot called Forensic Oceanography, and their most recent show, Cloud Studies, currently at Visual Carlo, looks at the violence that comes in the air through gas weapons, but also through industrial poisoning. The group's founder and leader, A.L. Weissman, spoke to Culturefile about the politics of clouds. When we began, we thought of forensic architecture very much like an archaeological project. You know, archaeologists look at buildings, at remnants, and try to reconstruct what has taken place. We were looking at the archaeology of stuff that happened yesterday. We were looking at buildings that were just destroyed by drone strikes or artillery or bombs, studying things in Gaza and in, in the West Bank, in Pakistan, Afghanistan frontier, uh, in many other places, Syria, where... Um, you know, the, the way that buildings were destroyed, the kind of traces left on the architecture allowed us to reconstruct something of what has taken place. Gradually, we realized that architectural models can do actually something else that later became much more powerful. And that is becoming a way of looking at media. Think about an incident that happened anywhere uh, in a city or in, in, a, in a built-up area. You have today upwards of uh, several dozens videos, user-generated videos, um, you know, the material that people would take on their smartphone of the same incident from multiple perspectives. The way to understand the relation between them is to put them within an architectural model. Every video is then placed within a, a sort of like a simulated architectural representation. And we can move from one video to the next and see what is the relation between the partial perspectives uh, of each video and reconstruct an entire story. I guess we fell upon that technique very much at the time that uh, what we call now open source investigation became more popular uh, with the rise of social media when so much information is out in a public domain and just need to be seen and composed into a case. Those incidents were mainly incidents of kinetic energy, bombing, but also police violence uh, cases uh, in the US, in the UK. We've done a big case on uh, the police killing of Mark Duggan and of police killings uh, all around the world. These are incidents of physical violence and kinetic uh, events in the sense of you know projectiles flying around and we need to see where they come from and what is the the context of each one gradually we started seeing another type of violence another type of state violence and that is the kind of making toxic of the air we breathe and that put a big challenge uh, to forensic architecture, because forensics is usually a question of trace. It is, it is dealing with hard surfaces on which traces are inscribed. But mapping out clouds, and by saying clouds, I mean anything that the kind of state throws at, at civilians, really, from tear gas to 
chemical strikes to airborne herbicide, as we've mapped in Gaza, to forest fires on a much bigger scale, almost continental scale, when we map it in the Amazon or in, uh, or in Indonesia, representing those clouds as a form of attack is a challenge to forensics. Clouds are, are not regular objects in a sense that you can kind of fix them in space and see how trace is inscribed in them. We needed to really go uh, somewhere very different in order to understand how to deal with that form of violence. And I guess cloud studies is engaging that problem, the problem of, of mapping clouds. One of the things about the research group is that you bring in a lot of people from different professions with different kind of uh, skills. And I guess suddenly here you need chemists and uh, environmental scientists in a new way. Or were these people always involved in, in what you were doing? Right now, we have many more commissions that we can possibly take and we choose them very carefully. But one thing I, I have to tell you, we, we don't take cases that we know in advance how to resolve because uh, you know being a university-based research agency we need to develop and disseminate new new kinds of information so every project requires different sort of uh, collaborative um, matrix let's say some project requires a lot of lawyers uh, some requires environmental scientists like you know those on the clouds other projects uh, require different kind of expertise. If we are doing a case, as we have done uh, on uh, the protest in Chile and the absolutely horrendous uh, Chilean police repression of that protest using, you know, an unbelievable quantities of tear gas, we had to do two things. We had to find almost every tear gas cloud, every canister that uh, was, you know, sort of uh, disseminating gas uh, within, within a particular square we were looking at. We had to train algorithms to identify them uh, by automatically scanning through videos. So we had a location of every tear gas canister that was uh, disseminating around that uh, uh, disseminating cloud around the square. And then we were working with um, a sort of computer simulated environmental modeling uh, to actually give shape to an invisible cloud, a cloud that could not be caught by the eyes. Of course, when a tear gas uh, releases its gas, you can see at the very few first few seconds, you see a gray, small cloud. Um, around the place where it, it releases. Uh, but those later collect into a much bigger cloud. All, you know, hundreds of, of tear gas canisters collect into a bigger cloud that start moving in a very uh, strange way, uh, always in response to the weather, to the temperature, uh, but also to the architecture. And then you need to move to move a mathematics simulation. And, and this is where you need scientists to actually give you the shape of that invisible cloud that really affects uh, the health of people in, in, in different places. Forensic Architectures, Al Weizmann there, and we'll have the second part of that conversation next time on Culture File.